Welcome to Whistleblowers. Special Christmas editions. This week, corrupt cop stories. Good afternoon and welcome to Whistleblowers. My name is Greg Kerr and welcome to this Christmas week edition of Whistleblowers and we're focusing on Stop the Drug War. The war on drugs continues and as you've been listening in recent weeks, Jennifer Stone has brought to you many stories of how the mice are scurrying around our cities. The mice, the poor individuals addicted to the substances themselves and of course the dealers and those entrapped in the distribution phase of the drug war. The war on drugs as the politicians, uh, afraid of being voted out, afraid of being unpopular, continue to maintain this theory and thinking that we are winning the war on drugs and that one day in the future there'll be no illegal drugs on our streets. Tragically, we all know the truth and we live in this very expensive, taxpayer-funded lifestyle of our society being uh, run by illegal criminals, criminals breaking the law much the same way as they did back in the years of prohibition. What is the answer? Change is the answer and hopefully in the coming generations we will see some of that change filter through as the ones that have been in charge, the federal police, the commissioners of the police, the police that are right at the top, many, many of them on countless occasions, those brave enough to speak out when they retire or leave their positions, all say the same thing. We have to change drug policy. Summit after summit, nothing changes. And as Jennifer Stone points out in some of her stories, it's the top end of town, the protected society, the A-class citizens. Some could say the silent or quiet Australians making money. They never get caught. They live in a protected society at the top end of town and it's the poor individuals at the bottom who are incriminated, who are treated as criminals. And this issue continues today to be treated as a crime issue more than a health issue. And whistleblowers will bring you some of the stories from around the fringes of the commercial media and some of the publications that are released from this country and other countries where journalists, investigative journalists, are often not finding traction or voice in today's current uh, media monopoly run by certain individuals to control the masses and to leave the masses in a very comatized sleeping state uh, but the business goes on the business of corruption the business of drug uh, distribution and the danger involved to the health of society's individuals uh, perpetuates around our world. So we're going to America, folks. This week's corrupt cop stories taken from uh, the issue Stop the Drug War. And in Alabama, it's all going on. 
An Alabama cop gets arrested for meth dealing for the second time in two weeks. A former Virginia police detective is heading to prison for giving a snitch's name to drug dealers. And there's more. Let's get into it on this Christmas edition of Whistleblowers. To put you to sleep, to keep you going while you're in the car, or if you're just kicking back looking for something to listen to, you've come to the right place. In Miami, a Miami jail guard was arrested last Saturday in a sting operation after he took a $3,000 bribe from an undercover officer to bring cocaine into the correctional facility. Guard Travis Thompson was arrested upon taking possession of the cocaine and cash. He is charged with one count of cocaine trafficking. Also in Alabama, a Flomerton police officer was arrested last Monday. He was arrested on meth trafficking charges just one week after he was arrested on similar charges across the state line in Florida. Isaac Lopez, 36, went down a second time after taking possession of two ounces of meth from an undercover Florida officer. He's facing Alabama charges of trafficking methamphetamine and using a two-way communication device to facilitate a felony. Also in Alabama, a Macon County jail guard was arrested Tuesday for helping inmates smuggle contraband into the jail. Guard Jackery Penn, 25, allegedly unlocked the jail's back door to let inmates receive contraband. That included cell phones, marijuana, cocaine, pills, alcohol and tobacco. He is charged with promoting contraband. In Newport News, Virginia, a former Hampton police detective was sentenced Monday to six years in prison for providing the name of an informant to a cocaine trafficking organization under investigation. D'Angelo Freeman, 32, worked for the Special Investigation Unit as he conspired with local dealers, naming the informant and to providing other information about the investigation to the dealers. He earlier pleaded guilty to conspiring to distribute more than 500 grams of cocaine. We'll end this episode, a short Christmas bite-size episode for you, on an update on the medical marijuana legislation in America. You would have heard Jennifer's episode, or two episodes now, on uh, changes happening in the Australian legal system. Uh, happening very slowly, might you add, and uh, in other parts of the world they are more advanced so in the US in both chambers of Congress this week they've passed bills to ease barriers to medical marijuana research the Mississippi Health Department joins a lawsuit trying to overturn the voter approved medical marijuana initiative 
The House passes the Medical Marijuana Research Bill. The House last Wednesday approved the Medical Marijuana Research Act on a voice vote, demonstrating strong support from Democrats and Republicans alike. The measure would remove limits on marijuana research by amending the Controlled Substances Act and would direct the Justice Department and the Department of Health and Human Resources to establish a program to provide licenses to more marijuana growers and manufacturers. Licensed researchers could then use that marijuana in research approved for the FDA. While favourable votes were taken on Tuesday night, the Senate has passed the Cannabidiol and Marijuana Research Expansion Act. It also would ease the application process for marijuana researchers and would prod the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, to develop medicines derived from marijuana. The House passed a separate marijuana research bill last week. The passage of bills in both chambers means there is still a chance that a marijuana research bill could still pass in the remaining days of the session. So in Kentucky, in Mississippi and South Carolina, these type of laws are beginning to change. We'll come back to you early in the new year with some more information from Jennifer Stone who is quite passionate about this issue and we'll tag this on to the current issue. So we're wishing all our uh, avid listeners out there, you've stuck by us this year, we'd like to thank you for a great year of podcasts and we'll be returning to soon with uh, the Whistleblower series but we're going to keep you covered over December, January with some of the, the unfolding uh, crime issues happening in Sydney, in King's Cross and in the wider suburbs and across Australia and the rest of the world. So my name is Greg Kerr. Thanks for joining me for this brief uh, Christmas week edition of Corrupt Cops and the Marijuana Legislation Debate.